Ojai became Ohay with a capital A and boxed question mark during Apple's replacement of the eye mishap. While Apple fixed its glitch, Ojai went through a mild identity crisis. All we can say is, oh hey, Apple, thanks for fixing the glitch and making us unquestionably Ojai again. I think we're done. I'm from here. Here's the story. Welcome back to the Townies Podcast. I am Kim Maxwell, and I am a townie. I'm a townie who loves other people's stories. I teach a weekly writing and performance workshop here in my ridiculously small fishbowl of a town nestled in the foothills of Ventura County. And for 25 years, the raw and vulnerable musings of my brilliant and courageous students have sent me home filled with hope. Some of my beloved students are seasoned professionals. Some have never even been on a stage before. But there they are, up in front of a live audience, flinging themselves and their brand new words into the abyss. Their reward? They have been heard. They matter. Their words matter. And the audience? Well, they have just officially been granted permission to do the same. To go out there somewhere and take a big old risk. And that is the sacred exchange between terrified storyteller and gracious audience member. Permission. I love people's stories, because stories are what connect us. This is the Townies Podcast. Welcome to the neighborhood. Episode 29, We've Got Problems, Part 2. Launching this week's episode, A Torch Song for Marla, written and performed by Ryan Beekler. When this hilarious and acerbic Pace University graduate isn't emceeing the hell out of a cabaret show, Ryan can be found doing impeccable high kicks or slaying in whatever role he's been cast. All right, listen here, you homely little mouse. This is the finest quality hand stitching that you will find at this swap meet, and you should be honored I'm even considering selling it to you. <laughs> Miss, I'm so sorry. I'm sorry, it's been a hard week. Oh my gosh, I, I love the mice. Please come back. Gosh darn it. Marla, <laughs> you've got to center yourself. Okay, you've been here for six hours, so sure, you're tense. <laughs> Just be nice. Exchange pleasantries. Just mindfulness. <laughs> okay. Hello there. Welcome to Marla's dresser. As you can see, we've uh, really been moving the inventory today, but I've got an exquisite piece left, which just happens to be my personal favorite. If you'll notice, uh, the delicate turquoise patterning, meticulously done with these very hands. <laughs> I myself wonder sometimes. Where do I get the energy to hone in on such craftsmanship? But I'm telling you, honey, 1 a.m. rolls around, my meds hit me just right, and I become a sewing machine. <laughs> oh, cream isn't your color. Well, would you mind reconsidering that? Oh, fine, fine. 
then go buy your clothes at Ross Dress for Less like every other heifer. But just know that the dying kids in the sweatshop cried their sad little tears all over your ugly little rat dress. And they hate you! Marla! This is the last dress. This is the only dress. The consignment shops didn't want it. Buffalo Exchange may not have taken it. But someone will buy it. Someone is going to wear it. And someone is going to love you. it. <laughs> Greg and that slut can't ruin you if you don't let them. You can start over. You can let it go. <sighs> Sell the dress, Marlo. Sell the dress. One of a kind garment here. We've got some vintage couture. A uh, miss. A uh, miss. Miss! Yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> I assure you that this is not some factory reject dress. Oh, I'm so glad you like it. This dress is my life. <laughs> I'm no slouch, miss. I spent 15 hours in the fabric district scouring to find this material right here. Yeah, uh, if you'll notice that uh, this chiffon is my comfort. <laughs> because it may pucker easily, but not going anywhere. Uh, there used to be countless others just like it, but they were unfortunately lost in a fire, so this one is truly special and unique. Uh, do you see this finger? Uh, yeah, yeah, this this scar right here? I bled for this dress. <laughs> you familiar with blood? Oh, what I mean, what I mean is, have you ever made anything with your hands? Have you ever made anything ever? No, miss, your kids don't count. <laughs> but congratulations on not having an impotent ex-husband. You did something right. It's funny, my passion for garments was actually sparked when my husband left me with a creaky house and no kids after I spent 15 years <laughs> cleaning up his shoes, washing his socks, buying his underwear. Until one day, there it was waiting for me on the self-help section of Barnes & Noble. <laughs> After he left me, my salvation. Stitch yourself a new one. <laughs> Since then, I have been trying to make this dress, this exquisite piece right here. I will tell you, the first one was disappointing. The second one was hideous. The third one was just revolting. The fourth one was just not good enough. It was never just quite good. What I'm saying, what I mean, is that this is not some $20 TJ Maxx mini maxi miss. It's everything. So? Oh, you'll have to think about it. <laughs> you know what? If you're hesitating, this dress is not for you, okay? Uh, why don't you just go find yourself a new dress like Greg did? <laughs> no, no, don't touch it! <laughs> you don't deserve this. Go and skin your beautiful, loving husband and wear him for warmth. Marla, Marla, Marla. Your salvation. Your salvation. More like sewing for dummies. Oh. You're a big dummy. You're a big dummy. You're a big dummy with fat feet and swollen pricked hands. Greg is gone and all you did was make a dress? <laughs> yeah, you tried to make this dress and you tried to make this dress. You soiled those hemlines, you ripped those seams of 18 months of bullshit! <laughs> but you did it. This dress is flawless, why can't anyone see that? <laughs> <laughs>
Yes, miss, that, that is a double-crossed loop with a tapered end. Yes, it was difficult. Very difficult. This dress almost ruined me. There were 489 mutant dresses in my basement. This one perfect dress in my hand, and then you know what? Her wedding dress on the front page of the local newspaper. My husband, next to her dress. How was I supposed to live with that? Those tarnished dresses, my wasted time, this disgusting house. So, so yes, yes, I, I took the propane tank from the rusted grill that Greg never bothered to pick up. I walked downstairs to my hall of shame and struck the match 12 times until it lit. I ran up to my unmade bed, clutching this dress, and I waited for the flames to take me. Arson. The judge said it was arson. <laughs> A malicious act against myself. I was there. I love this dress. And you are still here. So please, please, take the dress. No, 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 I don't want your money, miss. I want you to have it. And that was Ryan Beadler. Coming up next... Frankenstein, written and performed by Emily Kuhn. This recent high school graduate is on her way to Pitzer College next year, where I will miss her terribly. And she will passionately pursue her love for environmental activism and hopefully continue to share her beautiful words. Emily Kuhn is an indigo child. <laughs> Emily Kuhn is tough. Emily Kuhn is a two-faced, bipolar Gemini. <laughs> Emily Kuhn is a tiny, hidden, secret obsession with hippies, gypsies, and all things free. Emily Kuhn thinks serenity is horribly bland. She wishes she had faith in her feelings, and she's not an immediately trusting person. Emily Kuhn is terrifying. She's a 2,000-year-old soul inhabiting a 14-year-old girl's body. Emily Kuhn is cheesy. She thinks you're cheesy, too. <laughs> Emily makes rapid judgments of herself and others. She is constantly torn between her heart and her mind. Emily Kuhn is impossibly structured and organized, but not the slightest bit punctual. She's a sadist who unintentionally tortures dweeby, inexperienced boys. <laughs> Emily Kuhn is indecisive, controlling, and completely not funny. Emily Kuhn wants to let go of her doubts and for once just enjoy the ride. Emily Kuhn is a goofball. She's from a wet dream turned nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> Emily wants to go to India and learn how to make authentic chicken tiki masala. Emily Kuhn is aggravating. She wants to push you over a cliff, but one time she made someone fly. Emily loves Channing Tatum, gelato, and trampolines. Emily Kuhn is from Hogwarts. She got her magic from her mother's spicy Latin womb. <laughs> Emily Kuhn is going to flip like a switch and make your head spin. 
She comes from the Pacific Ocean, like mermaids and Aphrodite. She's going to be a great surfer someday. Emily Kuhn is a babe. She's from the lightest corner of hell. <laughs> She's going to fall into the river from staring like Narcissus. The truth is, I'm scared of her too. Emily Kuhn is a devious badass, or at least she likes to think so. <laughs> She's going to go backpacking in Argentina. She's going to bore you with all the things she's excited to have learned at school. She's going to paint, write, sing, dance, act, direct, fly, fall, and play. Emily Kuhn is a mess. Emily Kuhn is a big, beautiful mess. You were listening to Emily Kuhn. And now... Mahi Cats with Bedlam Bo Peep.
To learn more about the music and performers featured on the Townies Podcast, please visit thetowniespodcast.org. Trudy is a Problem, written and performed by Trudy Froelich. Miss Trudy is an exuberant, hilarious, feisty Long Island native with beautiful brown hair, three darling children, and a whole lot of love to give. My home's in Montana. I left Indiana to start a new life far away in the West. My skin's tough as leather, made rough by the weather, the wind and the sun of the land I love best. My mother told me that I was a forceps baby. that they dented my skull, (laughs) that I was brilliant and perfect, just with a pointed head. (laughs) And I remember being born, and it was noisy and dark and wet and unforgiving, and I hid out as long as I could. But then the Pitocin kicked in, and bam, it was like being born at the UN with the wrong set of headsets. Trudy, 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 can you hear me? Kindergarten, trying desperately to line up, not fidget, and to ignore Sonny Silversmith because he always blames his farts on me. (laughs) Oh, cookies and mats to sleep on during nap time because I really love falling asleep. I get brand new saddle shoes every September, and I love that name. Saddle shoes, saddle shoes, saddle shoes, saddle shoes, and my mom gets me new black and white saddle shoes every year. And I want a beautiful black and white pony, and I want black and white saddles and I want a black and white dog on my lap. And I have all the right school supplies. I mean, I've got the number two pencils, a plastic pencil case, and a gum eraser. What is wrong with me? I have two dogs, two parents, two brothers, four eyes, and no friends. Whoa, meanwhile, back in my brain and my body, my eyes are crossing, my teeth are clenched, and my knees are knocking, even when buffered by lots of Band-Aids. Report card. Trudy is a problem. And she has one remaining in her seat and not disturbing others. Trudy, 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 go left, dance class. Me with perfect little pink ballerinas. My left is my right, and my right is to ruin everybody's fucking dance numbers. Because if I can't be a ballerina, nobody's gonna be a ballerina. Report card. Trudy is a problem. She should consider taking tap instead of ballet. Trudy, 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 are you paying attention? First grade. Mrs. Hardell reads Curious George to the class, but I am staring out the window at the grassy knoll. (laughs) Uh, Trudy, what color was the man in the yellow hat's hat? Oh, oi, wait, another trick question. Report card. Trudy is a problem, and she insists on bothering 
everybody else during class. And when she can't get the work done, she makes sure that no one else gets it done either. Trudy, 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 watch your step. Seventh grade, Bobby Ross. <laughs> the 12 o'clock matinee at the Central Theater, Cedarhurst, Long Island, and we are on our way home. And my brother is mouthing, tramp, 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 through the kitchen window. Look to the right, step to the left, off the cement walkway and straight into the metal garbage pails. Yes, and I am covered with canned string beans, leftover lamb chops, and potato chips, and iceberg lettuce. And I hate iceberg lettuce. <laughs> Report card. Trudy is a problem. Blah, 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 blah. Trudy, 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 are you listening? 12th grade. I am a senior in high school in Mr. Capone's English class. Civil War questions. Oh no, a pop quiz. No, I hate trick questions. But you'll see, because one day I'm going to be smart and maybe just pretty. And I'll have friends and my eyes won't cross and my teeth will figure out how to hang properly from their gums. <laughs> Report card, Trudy is still a problem. Blah, 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 blah. Trudy, 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 are you there? Summer camp, the smell of the northeast pines, thunderstorms, fresh air, and fireflies. And I am an athlete and I play volleyball and nukem and softball and I ride horses most of the day. And I act in camp productions of Broadway plays. And I am really fucking funny, and people laugh at me, and sometimes they even cry because I am the clown that dances and runs and makes noise, lots and lots of noise, and the world is my stage. And come September, I am stupid again. Report card. Trudy is a problem. Trudy is a problem. Trudy is a problem. Trudy, 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 will you marry me? <gasps> End of my second year of college. He was one of my favorite husbands. <laughs> he was funny as shit, cute as hell, and we were in our 20s, and he proposed to me in a cemetery. <laughs> Not a particularly good omen. <laughs> Oh, and I will forgive everybody who trespassed in my heart. And I will be nice and I will be funny. And I will always remember because elephants never forget. And I will be the mother elephant, a young matriarch surrounded by nurturing herd of sisters and brothers and babies and bulls. And we will plod through the jungle and trace the gentle landscapes of our hearts, roll in the mud, dust ourselves off in the dirt and swim in the water holes, peaceful, loving, family, matriarchal mammoths. <laughs> Trudy, mom, 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 Trudy, did you hear anything we said? Will you focus? It's the middle of the Thomas fire. No, I don't think so. Focus on what? On the flames? On the ash? On the smoke? Oh, now I get it. Just stare at them. Look interested. Repeat the last word that they've said. Look smart, wrinkle your brow. Oh, oh, uh, 
Oh, 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 Eric, Nico, and Lucas is, and it's their eyelashes, and it's their hands, and it's their teeth, and did they floss? Well, look at those crest white strips. Those are really amazing, and those white buildings, and I'd like to visit Greece. Where was I? Did the engineer jump the track again? This train stops at all the local stops. Charlie says, love my good and plenty. Charlie says, really rings the bell. Who the fuck is Charlie? <laughs> I am everywhere in one breath. Murray, Mur M M Murray, oh, um, his hands, his eyes, his hair, his mugs, his ceramic mugs, mugshots in the post office, mugging for a mugshot, nice mug, my father used to say, all right, I'm back. <laughs> I don't recall leaving. My passport is stamped with various galaxies, parallel universe, and lifetimes. I could have been a flight attendant and I could have been an air traffic controller, and I could have even been an astronaut. I am not stupid, and I am not dumb, and I am not a four-eyed monster. I am easily distracted, and it's, and it's actually a gift. <laughs> and I am an elephant, and I remember everything that I have experienced, and I never get lost, and I always get lost. And I've hitchhiked the Pleiades. Trudy is a problem. The problem is that I was born on the wrong planet at the wrong time, and I am really part of some alien super race. And they have four eyes and band-aids on their knees and cannot concentrate to save their lives. And I hope they come back for me really soon <laughs> because I've been here for 63 years and I need a ride home really badly. <laughs> Trudy, 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 hello Trudy. Yes, it's me and it's good to be me, me, all of me. Layers and layers of wonderful me. And I learned how to lasso way down in El Paso and I'd follow those cattle wherever they'd roam. And I'm weary of learning. Right here I am yearning. My wonderful home of Montana, my love. And that was Trudy Froelich, closing out this week's episode. Story. Please join us every other Tuesday for a new round of freshly minted stories. I am Kim Maxwell of Kim Maxwell Studio, and we teach people to launch their stories loudly and unapologetically into the world to laugh more, risk more, and have bigger lives. The Townies Podcast is co produced by Lily Brown, Asa Larmonth, and Ken Eros. Studio engineering and mixing by Arrows Creative and Sound. The Townies theme song was written and performed by Rain Perry, recorded and mixed by Martin Young, and mastered by Mark Hallman at the Congress House. The Townies podcast is in part made possible by a generous grant from the Ojai Arts Commission and the City of Ojai, a small town with big stories. 
You can find out more about us at thetowniespodcast.org. Thank you for listening. Let's try it again. Look, that should also, up. don't add the other... Uh, Did I do it again? Yes. Okay, I'm sorry. All right. Hi. Whenever you're ready, <clears throat> While Apple fixed its glitch, Ohio went through a mild identity crisis. All we can say is... Oh, hey, Apple. Thanks for fixing the (laughs) blip. That was really hard. (laughs) Sorry.